Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Pastor David Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor David teaches through God's Word. to obey Jesus with our time, our money, our relationships. But he says we have to embrace the cost if we want to follow him. Expecting the cost is what frees us to walk with him. Because there is no other way of following Jesus but the painful way, because that's his way. Following Jesus has a price tag. It costs your time, your energy, your relationships, and ultimately your willingness to lay down your old life for hope in a new life. In today's message, Pastor David is going to encourage you to embrace the cost. It may feel burdensome at times, but it is so worth the heavenly reward. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor David in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 4 as he continues his message, Godly Judgment. Therefore I urge you, imitate me. For this reason I sent Timothy to you, who is my beloved and faithful son in the Lord, who will remind you of my ways in Christ as I teach everywhere, in every church. There's some bite in that rebuke. That's That's a stern correction Paul gave because he was worried about them. They were drifting and he, he tries to go into it gently in the sense of he, this is a letter to the whole church. It's not to one person. He says he tried to avoid naming names by applying the ideas primarily to himself and Apollos. It's like rather than calling out the other guys who they were who were gathering followings behind them, he's using the examples of it with himself and Apollos, so he's not naming anybody in particular. Trying to be gentle in that way. But at the same time, rough enough to wake them up, which is biblical. Jesus kicked over the tables in the temple. There's a time for a rough rebuke. This was necessary because he had a unique rapport with the church, a unique relationship with them. He was the one who had shared the gospel with them. No one had told them about Jesus before Paul. He was the one who brought the gospel to them. And he lived with them for over a year and a half, almost two years, under persecution. And God was moving supernaturally through him being present there and sharing the gospel with them. But when he left, they drifted into this thing of of expecting the gospel to, expecting following Jesus to give them clout, to make life look good. The false teachers were, were demanding extra payment and stuff for teaching and 
demanding status and the people wanted this way of following Jesus that it makes me look good. It earns me status. And Paul was warning them that, and and by doing that, they had been despising the apostles for the sacrifice, the humility, that, that their way of following Jesus, that the way of following Jesus really brings. And so Paul was worried for them, he says. Point number two is that Jesus' way is humble. He was worried for them because they had drifted from this. And so the rough rebuke was necessary to shake them back toward the truth. Try to think of the last two or three times somebody has confronted you, corrected you. How do you generally respond in those times? What rose up? What feels threatened? In Matthew chapter 20, verse 25, Jesus called the disciples to himself. And he said, you know that the, gen- the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them. They lord the authority over one another. Great, the great exercise authority over them. But it will not be so among you. Whoever desires to be great, become a servant. Whoever desires to be first among you, let him become your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve. And to give his life as a ransom for many. In Luke 14, 25, great multitudes went with Jesus So he turned and said to them, if anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, and his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Which of you, intending to build a tower, does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it, lest after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him saying, this man began to build, but was not able to finish. What king going to make war against another king does not sit down first and consider whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000? Or else, while the other is still a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks conditions of peace. Likewise, whoever of you does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple. Now, we know from the broader context, Jesus was not telling you to be a jerk to your family and friends. But he is telling us to to not look to anything else for approval, for judgment of us. And we need to recognize that following him actually often looks costly. It does not look like success. He tells us to expect it to be costly, to be painful, and to not look impressive, to not earn people's approval. It feels costly to receive correction, to have the humility to to recognize I might be wrong. It feels costly to speak the truth to one another and lose, you know, you are risking 
the comfort in the relationship, risking some human approval by speaking the truth to each other, by sharing the gospel, by telling people about Jesus. It feels costly to obey Jesus with our time, our money, our relationships. But he says we have to embrace the cost if we want to follow him. Expecting the cost is what frees us to walk with him. Because there is no other way of following Jesus but the painful way. Because that's his way. If we're going to walk with him, it's going to be going through some painful things. Because that's where he's going. But as we do that, he's with us. And he says his yoke is easy. His burden is light because he's carrying it with us. It's not that there is no yoke, that there is no burden. But as we lean into it and embrace it with him, that he's with us in that. But he says we need to expect it to feel costly. Is there a cost that he's highlighting to you today? Anywhere you need to embrace that. Adjust your expectations. In verse 18, Paul warns, as we jump into the the last part of chapter 4 here, he warned the ones who refused to receive correction. He says, some are puffed up as though I were not coming to you. But I will come to you soon, if the Lord wills. And I will know not the word of those who are puffed up, but the power. Because the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. What do you want? Shall I come to you with a rod? Or in love and a spirit of gentleness? Point number three is that Jesus' kingdom is powerful. He warned us last week. He says, you are the temple of God. Whoever defiles God's temple, God will destroy. He's fierce. And he warns us. Paul was not threatening to beat them with a stick. More severe. He's saying, you're coming up against the spirit of the living God. And we're told in another place that Paul actually, they, they looked down on him because they thought he was too gentle. It's like his, his letters are fiery, but in person he's not particularly impressive. We're so glad you tuned in today for today's message in the book of 1 Corinthians. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please. 
prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David, and thank you for joining us today. Tune in next time for another look at the book of 1 Corinthians here on Main Thing Radio. 